Psalms 110 verse 2. The Lord shall send the road of your strength out of Zion. Rule in midst of your enemies. For the, this is the third part of what the Lord started speaking since 22nd of March. That is last Friday. He talks about a generation. That's the next generation. Yesterday we heard from Psalms 110 verse 1 and 3. We saw who they are. And how they will come out. And how the purpose of God is going to be established or has been established over these years. Through the working of the next generation. So those of you who have not heard those two messages. I want you to go back and listen to what the Lord speaks. Not the pastor speaks. And this is what the Lord has been speaking. And I know that this will come to pass. And I know very clearly that the Lord is moving. And I know very clearly. And I'm seeing yesterday also. He showed how he's going to establish every covenant blessings. Every covenant blessings. Let's listen on from Psalms 110 verse we broke the bread yesterday, willingly surrendering our lives to be broken and used for His glory. That was our commitment yesterday when we broke the bread. <clears throat> and practically we submitted. This was the practical step that we acknowledged before the Lord. That we are ready to receive that agonizing in our spirit realm so that we will pray in the coming days. With an agony that Jesus has undergone when he entered into the garden of Gethsemane. That is what we have acknowledged, submitted, and we started praying yesterday. There's a mighty move of God these days. And he warns and he prepares and he channelizes his beloved church to rally with him. To acknowledge and to submit ourselves for what he has chosen us in this generation. We are the next generation. Today let us continue from yesterday's portion. Today we are focusing on how to survive. How to survive the survival of Acts generation in midst of. The, her enemies. Survival of Acts generation in midst of her enemies. In order to understand this, we have to go step by step. We need to know who we are from the Lord, not our own understanding. Because many times our understandings are futile. It's far away from what the Lord thinks. It's far beyond what God thinks. And it utterly confuses us. So let's forget what we think about ourselves. But let's hear what the Lord thinks about ourselves as a church. And we need to know 
the position where god has kept us unless until we stand in that position unless until we hardly acknowledge that position and we willfully stand in that position there's no way that these covenant promises will come to any one of us so let's see that <clears throat> the first thing what he does is that we show that how we have been begotten of god as on yesterday we checked through many verses yesterday how we have an imperishable life within us and what halia comes out of it we have seen it in detail yesterday so let's move into the next portion how we have to act the first thing what lord lord does is that he separates us he separates us let's read from isaiah 52 verse 11 and 12 isaiah chapter 52 verse 11 and 12 since there is no time let me read it for you depart depart go out from there touch no unclean things go out from the midst of her be clean you who bear the vessels of the lord for you shall not go out with a haste nor go by flight for the lord will go before you and the god of israel will be your rare god is be to god today there is a call of awakening from the throne room you can turn with me and read from isaiah 52 verse 1 and 2 isaiah 52 verse 1 and 2 it reads like this awake awake put on your strength o zion put on your beautiful garments o jerusalem the holy city for the uncircumcised and the unclean shall no longer come to you shake yourself from the dust arise sit down o jerusalem loose yourself from the bondage bonds of your neck o captive daughter of zion praise the lord it's my prayer that the lord's anointing will speak unto your spirit the lord will teach you the lord will guide you the lord will impart and imprint and impress into your heart into your spirit not into your halia mental knowledge or any kind of a capacity of remembrance but may it be deposited as a seed in your spirit so god is calling us to be separated separated from what let's see separation from the world is what the lord is calling separation from the world hardly has to happen its lust its thoughts all these things has to happen because it's very mandatory it is not an option for the ones who wanted to be in zion for the ones who wants to be in the true church of god it's no more an option it's not an option you have to be separated from the world Galatians 6:14 Galatians 6:14 Let the deep work of the cross happen in your hearts God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world Paul is declaring his own personal spiritual condition that how he walks and works for the Lord He was one among the ax generation. Hallelujah. 
He was one among the axe generation. Haliyahur ran with a passion. Nobody could stop him. Even the great enemies of the cross, that was the Roman Empire, could not, hallelujah, chain him down. His spirit soared to the heights of heaven. And he showed, hallelujah, unutterable things, hallelujah, of the paradise, of the third heaven. And he came back into the valleys and he accepted the work of the cross so deeply in his heart that he ran and finished his race. And you and me are the next ones in that chain. There's no more options. So depart, separate. Let the separation work of the cross happen in your life. Yes, this is a painful process. Don't think that it is an easy cake to swallow. It's a painful process. And we have to pay a price. That's why this church is called to disciple the nations. And we stand for it. We the leaders of the church stand for discipling. Whether you acknowledge it or not, it's your choice. We stand for discipling. And we don't mince the word. Because that's what the command of the Lord. It's a painful process. Allow the Lord to complete that. So that we can go ahead. Even though God separated Israel. After they passed through the Red Sea. A physical separation has come in their life. But. From their heart. Egypt has not gone out. They had to. Carry it along. And God has to deal with them strictly. To take out that Ali Egypt out of their heart. May it not be the same example with us. I love the Lord to finish the work of the cross in our life. And I love the work of the cross on a daily basis, accepting it willfully. Allow the Lord to remove the thorns and the thistles in your life. Let's read from Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. It reads like this. For thus says the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem, Break up your fallow ground, and do not sow among the thorns. Circumcise yourself to the Lord, and take away your foreskins of your hearts. You men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like a fire, and burn so that no more, no one can quench it, because of the evil of your doings. Listen carefully. It's the time of favor. It's the time of favor to the Zion, to the church. God says, do not sow among the thorns and thistles. Instead, take away or circumcise and take away the foreskins of your heart. Praise the Lord. Last day I was hearing a Small message by Saju John. He says, Today the Pentecostal circle loves to keep that foreskins with them, mummified. Why do we want to keep that with us? Israelites kept that in their heart, concealed in their heart. Let's take out that and throw it away. Let's not mummify that. Let's throw it away. Because the word says very clearly, on the fourth verse, it says like this. 
lest my fury come forth like a fire. Beware about it. The time has come when both the effects, when both the Halia side effects and the good effects of the Halia word will come forth. So it's for us to choose. It's for us to submit. Let's read from Hosea chapter 10 verse 12. It is the time to seek the Lord, my dear. This is not the time to waste away. It's the time to seek the Lord. Because we read in the beginning from Psalms 102, hallelujah, that it's the time of favor to Zion. Because God has risen and he is moving in midst of his church. It reads in Hosea 10, 12, it says like this. Sow for yourself righteousness, reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is the time to seek the Lord. Note that word, for it is the time to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Till he comes and rains righteousness on you. Let's hear what Jesus says about the process. He asked his church to be separated. He asked his church to throw away worldliness out of you. Hallelujah. To circumcise your heart and to come out of it. And he counsels his church, don't hallelujah, sow among the thorns and thistles. What does it mean by that? Let's read from Matthew chapter 13, verse 7, and the explanation in verse 22. Well-known verses of sowing the seed of the word. And verse 7, it says like that, And some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. And choked them. Many are fruitless Christians just because they are choked. And what does it mean? In verse 22, Jesus himself explains it very clearly. Now, he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke and the word, choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. The deceitfulness of riches. Love of money is the root of all evil. God has been stripping it away from the church. Allow the Lord to do it in your life also. What is this situation means? What does it mean by that? Let's understand clearly why the worldness is still persisting to many of us. Why this love is still there. Why this worldliness is still not coming out of us. Let's understand the situation. For that you need to come with me to Exodus chapter 12 verse 8 and 11. Exodus chapter 12 verse 8 and 11. Verse 8 says like this. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night. Roasted in fire. With unleavened bread. And with bitter herbs they shall eat it. And verse 11 says that. And thus you shall eat it. With a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Let me explain it very fast. Roasted in fire. What does it mean by that? It talks about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We don't have time to prove all these things, but you know about it. Roasted in fire represents God's righteous anger towards each one of our sin and selfishness. That has been paid for on the cross of Calvary. 
You need to understand it very clearly. Because many of us still, if you talk about the earlier life, you are so a kind of a affectionate about that. That means you haven't eaten it roasted. Because in the God's furious anger against sin, one has to die. That was Jesus Christ. He died not because of his sin, but because of my sin. If I still see my sin as something which was passionate and affectionate to me, it is not a roasted thing for me. It is not roasted in fire. It might be something else to me. It is written over there. I don't have time to explain all those things. And uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verse uh, 7 says about the unleavened bread. What does it mean? Therefore purge out the old leaven that you may become a new lump. Since you, have, since you truly are unleavened. For indeed Christ or Passover was sacrificed for us. So we cannot hardly live with the old leaven. We cannot have it again. Don't bring it to the church. Throw it away before you come inside here for worship. Let not this be the time when the saints gather, sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Come here holy to worship a holy God. No more excuses. The time has come when the Lord is showing favor to his church. What does it mean by bitter herbs? Egypt or the world and its passions, it should taste for us as bitter. If it doesn't taste for you as bitter. You will still love the world. You will still go after the worldliness. Because you haven't tasted it as a bitter thing. I'm talking about your first day when you met the Lord. If you have eaten Jesus Christ correctly. With that bitter herbs. With an unleavened bread. With the haste in your legs. I wanted to flee away from this world. Because I am going to an celestial city. Which has foundations. Which is eternal. Which is a beautiful city. Which is a mansion. Highly made up for me. And its foundations shall never shall, uh, shake. Because all these things that is surrounding us. Is going to be up in fire. In the coming days. So. Hallelujah. You know nowadays gospel is preached with. Uh, Butter and jam. Jesus Christ is given with the butter and jam. If you come to the Lord, you will be blessed. You will, be, uh, uh, you will get riches. You will get healing. You will get X, Y, Z. Promises are given. And people will flock after that God. It is not what the word says. Jesus Christ has called us to eternity. To eternity. Not to be blessed and uh, be in this world as kings. He has called us to be kings and priests over there. To reign with him forever. You have to sacrifice your worldliness on that altar today. Hallelujah. And eat it with haste. Do not waste your time. Many of you take it for granted. Hear the message. Hallelujah. Then you are out. You forget about it. Today, in your hearing, the Lord is speaking. Eat it with haste. Do not carry your worldliness henceforth. There's no more time. There's no more time. Church, there is no more time. The time has up. Hallelujah. 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 Eat it with haste. And bitterness and separation should drive them away from the madding crowd. From the madding attractions of this world.
Hallelujah. To the solitude of Golgotha. God is calling us. Hallelujah. Let's uh, read from Revelation chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Revelation chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. How does this happen? And let me read it to you. So I went up to the angel and said to him, Give me that little book. And he said to me, Take and eat. And it will, be, it will make your stomach bitter. But it will be as sweet as honey in your mouth. Then I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it. And it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach became bitter. Stomach shows our spiritual, uh, spiritual realm or spirit realm. It becomes bitter. In the sense, this bitterness to the world will come only when you eat the true word of God. The true word of God. You don't need a diluted halia, manna from heaven. You have the real manna. When you have and eat it, you feel an aversion towards this world and the passions of this world. If you don't eat it, you will go after this. and You will lose your eternity. You will lose your eternity. It is not a chance that you can think of. Let's eat it. Let's eat it. And let's be bitter towards this world. And it will be sweetened in your mouth because you have a celestial city. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. And we will reach there. It's a sweet hope that we are having. Psalms 19.10 say, talks about it. Psalms 119.103 talks about it. It is so sweet. The word of God is so sweet because it nourishes us, it cherishes us, and it prepares us for that celestial city. But for this world, it becomes bitter. Because, hallelujah, this word is spirit and truth. So let's eat it. Let's have it in our life, in our spirit. So that it will make you Bitter towards this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. O Jerusalem, the holy city. Hallelujah. The uncircumcised, the unclean shall no longer come to you. Understand? God is coming back. Jesus is coming back to take his glorious church from this earth. He will not have an uncircumcised person going along with him. He will not have a half-hearted person going along with him. He will not have a person who is having one leg in the world and one leg with the Lord. It doesn't work with the Lord. You have to be separated. You have to be separated. You have to throw away the worldliness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because, let me summarize and stop it here. Because the world is going to be destroyed. The Babylon is going to be destroyed. Babylon represents the world. It's written in, go back and read chapter 18 and 17 of Revelations. And go back and read Jeremiah 51. It talks about it. Hallelujah. Let me read only two verses from Jeremiah. The Lord, uh, in chapter 1, verse 9 and 10, it talks like this. Then the Lord put, the, put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have, set, uh, I have this day set you over nations. And over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. God is counseling as to rise up to speak to the nations. We wanted to speak to the nations. We have to be cleansed. 
we have to be separated because we have to prophesy to the nations we have to talk the word of god to the nations hallelujah god's written word will come to pass and it is going to come to pass and there's lots of things that the lord has spoken and i'm no i'm not having the time to explain it but god is calling his church today will you rise up awake awake o jerusalem shake away hallelujah the dust shake away the bondages and come before him in the beauty of his holiness hallelujah hallelujah god has a mighty plan for his church let's rise up in the presence of god today let's rise up in the presence of god today god is speaking about a generation which started because hallelujah the seed from heaven has fallen to the ground died and it is bringing out multiplied harvest the church has to follow the suit hallelujah there is no more time left out for the church to hallelujah play with worldliness and with godliness either you are with god or you are with mammon or the prince of this world let's close our eyes in prayer right now it's time for you to reflect on what the lord has spoken it's time for you to choose which side you belong it's 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 it's, it's your choice the choice is very important the times are not extended let's lest otherwise god's anger and fury is really at the door hallelujah chastising will start in the church the sifting will start in the church the purification in the furnace of god will start in the church not in the world first it starts in the church if you willfully surrender and ready to obey his word it's easy for you hallelujah but if your name is written and you are chosen god will put his hand upon you god will put his hand upon you god will put his hand upon you hallelujah hallelujah he will not allow you he will not allow you to move left or right unless until he strips away everything that is blocking your spiritual life hallelujah this is a time of surrender and submission and prayer hallelujah don't wait for me to pray for you hallelujah let your mouth speak unto the lord let your heart speak unto the lord the lord doesn't want to hear vain words lord doesn't want to hear an half hearted submission if you are only willing only willing to surrender because you are called to speak unto this nation hallelujah you are called to speak unto the nations hallelujah lord will put his word in your mouth lord will hallelujah bring out hallelujah hallelujah powerful word through you hallelujah which he will hallelujah hallelujah bring it to pass hallelujah like what he has done with jeremiah hallelujah like what he has done with the prophet done with the prophets of the old hallelujah this generation the next generation god is calling out to stand apart to be separated from the world to hallelujah carry this hallelujah hallelujah word of god in their mouth like a sharp edged sword hallelujah which will bring in hallelujah blessing or otherwise separation for the lord forever Lord I plead with you father Lord I plead with you father Lord I plead with you father for a revival in this church oh my lord revival 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 hallelujah let it start with me lord let it start with me lord i surrender i surrender my life oh lord i surrender my life oh lord hallelujah let all those who have a ear to hear what the spirit says to the church hallelujah let them surrender unto the lord rikabana badalara badalara badadikara balara bishandara Lord we stand in your counsel we hear your word we acknowledge it here we surrender here we submit 
May your name be glorified in midst of us, through us, and let it be glorified forever and ever. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Now may the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ, love of our Father, sweet abiding fellowship of the beloved Holy Spirit be with us from now and forevermore. Amen. Let's give glory to His name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.